This episode is brought to you by Gin & Co, author website design specialists. If you want a beautiful and functional website to promote your books and brand, reach out to Gin today. His work includes tailored, expertly designed, professional author websites. I finally have a website I'm proud to share. And we've got a special offer for Words and Nerds listeners. Reach out today and get a free domain name and website hosting for the first year. You can get their website essentials package, includes domain name, website hosting, backup and security, free for the first year with any website purchase. This is valued at $330 a year. Choose a website designed to bring your author brand to life. You can find more details about this special offer at ginand.co forward slash words and nerds. Welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm Danny V, podcast host and children's author. I also do some work in publishing in acquisitions and publicity. As we hurdle towards 1 million plays, we'll continue to provide you with the conversational, vulnerable, honest, and fun chats with your favorite authors across all genres. Check out our takeover episodes, usually released on a Friday, and our spin-offs released during the month. Thank you for being here, being part of the journey, and supporting Aussie Creatives. Welcome to another episode of Words and Nerds, where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. Today, I welcome Sarah Bailey, author of The Dark Lake, Into the Night, Where the Dead Go, and The Housemate, for another episode of The Writing Diaries, where we've been documenting Sarah's journey of writing an entire manuscript from beginning of July last year to Christmas last year. We're way past the writing stage now, almost a kind of a year later from where we started or more than, and we're at a whole new place. So Sarah's going to enlighten us because I don't even know where you're up to yes anymore, Sarah, but welcome. Thanks, Annie. No, luckily I I know where I'm up to. So oh, that's very good. good, very good. But um, I... I had forgotten um, where we were up to in the documenting of it. So I went back and did a quick check of the start of the episode we did in May. Wow, that was a long time ago. It was like a long time ago now. Um, and I have reoriented myself as to where we left off. Um, so I think when I spoke to you last time, I was staring down the barrel of the structural edit. Yeah. Um, I'd received the report from my editor I'd had uh, the sort of positive feedback from my agent and my publisher, which was great. So it was really just this structural report that I um, had received. Um, so I have completed that, which is good because it How was How long did that in... take you? So that was May? That was May and it was due at the, I think it was due the 30th of July. Okay, yep. Um, and I, I got it in. Well, you had a few days off, did you say? I remember you were saying you had a block time on your own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did sort of really. I, I received the report. I tend what I tend to do now that I've done it a few times is read the report twice and really just sit with it for at least a couple of days and try not to get too stressed and worried and anxious and angry and <laughs> all of the emotions that can come from receiving a structure. Yeah, yeah. What was there um, a, a standout thing that was like, oh, come on, that's that's was there a surprise in there or something? No, it's funny. It's like it's a it's a pretty amazing thing to receive actually. Like mm. as much as it is, I mean, I, I guess, you know, ideally you would love to just have someone say, your book's perfect, I'm going to print it. Um, 
that would also probably take, I guess, a lot of this the struggle. It would it would be like an AI book, and then what would be the point of of anything, I guess? And then you'd be like, so, did they even read it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So no, it's an it's an amazing document to get, and it's um you know it's over twenty pages, or mine are anyway, and it kind of explores um, you know characters, plot, pacing, themes. Um, in my case, because it's a series, it also delves into continuity and um, development of character and um, what are we trying to bring out emotionally and you know it's pretty it's pretty amazing it's kind of like a mini writer's room I guess just for yourself so um, I do enjoy receiving it and a lot of the time I'm like yeah I already knew that in my bones and I am so um, kind of relieved in a way that someone else picked that up because clearly it is a problem I wasn't imagining it so there's a few points like that which are kind of quite nice to um, reassure yourself that you sort of do have an ability to to read your own work and assess it Mm. there's other things that I think you well I certainly tend to kind of have a bit of a a flare of defensiveness where I'm like what that doesn't make any sense and then that's why it's good to sit on it for a couple of days because then you go, actually, that does make sense. And maybe <laughs> I don't like the exact way that um, the solution's been proposed, but it's definitely something that needs to be reviewed and, you know, things like that. And then there's kind of um, sometimes just some really uh, obvious, you know, continuity points or things that just you hadn't noticed because you've been sort of in the thick of this forest of a book um, and then there's some kind of more nuts and bolts things around. They sometimes might start to go into sort of, oh, you tend have a tendency to use this word and grammatically there's a bit okay. of a tendency for you to do this or whatever sort of little things. So, um, yeah, I, I sat with it for a couple of days. I read it again. Um, there was a few really little easy things that I quickly fixed so that I felt like I'd made some progress straight off the bat. And I do print it out. It's just a yeah. um, Word document. So I print it out and I go through and highlight bits that I've completed. So it almost becomes like a do giant list. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really helpful for someone like me who really loves a list of things mm. to tick off. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everyone else works like that. I've got kind of no idea. Um, but it does become a bit of a task-based um, endeavour, which I like. And then you can tackle big pieces of feedback as almost like one big thing to tick off. That might take a couple of days depending on, you know, how much wrangling and restructuring you're doing. Um, but it is, a re- it is a structural edit. So I guess it, it really is around sometimes changing actual parts of the book and, you know, re-engineering the way certain things happen and in what order. So it, it's, quite, um, it's quite complex, I guess. So, yeah, I think in terms of compared to other structural edits I've got because that's all I've got to compare this to it it definitely didn't feel overwhelming I felt quite calm about my ability to address all of the points there wasn't anything that was sort of uh, fundamentally sort of wreaking havoc on my concept or ruining you know all of my clever twists and turns or anything like that it was kind (laughs) of it was kind of a pragmatic structural report I felt and I was quite pragmatic I think in my response to it I was like yep I've got a fair bit of work to do but it's nothing that I can't do nothing that I haven't done before and probably easier than some of my other books where I have rewritten beginnings or really kind of had to change whole um, 
character arcs or even characters. It was sort of, it was a lot of work, but it, it didn't feel sort of um, brutal. It was more pruning. So I got to work on doing that. I think some, but probably the thing that was difficult for me, I did feel a bit rusty. Like I think it's been a couple of years since I've written a book in this series and I, and I think there was a bit of almost like me forgetting how to make manage this character and make sure that she's, you know, the, the Gemma, the character in my book, is kind of, she's an extreme person. And even though she has matured through the course of these books, I think it is really important that she's still, she's still her. Like that's why people yeah. are reading them. If they've come this far, yeah. that's what they want. I'm not really trying to kind of um, appeal to new readers, I suppose, in a, in a strange way. It's sort of, it's got to be true to her. And I think some of the feedback I got was kind of almost like I imagine a director saying to an actor, you know, you've got to dig a bit deeper, like bring bring me the real performance that I know you're capable of. Like that's mm-hmm. sort of almost what I ended up taking from some of the feedback. Not that that was written down, but yeah. when I look back, I'm like, I think that was she was pushing me. She was like, mm. come on, like give me the proper Gemma stuff. Um which is amazing, really. When yeah, you think it's interesting. Like amazing feedback. But, um, yeah, I found that maybe a bit hard. I think I was almost um, writing this a bit clinically and sort of treating it a little bit more sort of at an arm's length and I had to get back into that kind of, come on, what am I, what am I writing this story for? Like mm. yeah, it's a crime book but it's got to have a bit more to it than just, you know, a plot line. So um, I finished the structural edit which was, uh, you know, about five, six weeks, I think, I had in total. And some of that time is definitely, you know, thinking time, reflecting time. Some of it is really intensive rewriting, you know, putting words over somewhere else, bringing them back, pasting them in, rewriting sentences, moving slabs of text, like quite kind of, um, you know, a wholesale kind of structural change. Um, and then lots and lots of rereading, which I know I've sort of mentioned this before, but I think one of my biggest um, struggles at this stage of the game is actually just focusing and rereading because you really have to concentrate. You know someone who's reading it as a first-time reader is going to be reading it in this beautiful, pure way, and you just can't. You can't do that experience. So it's quite yeah, it's interesting. hard to get into that to mindset. try and get that freshness, yeah. like perspective. Yeah, yeah I imagine yeah, that would be really hard. Like, you, you know yourself when you, um, you know, you don't pick up errors in your own work because your brain actually yeah. just does get bored of having to concentrate right. on it. doesn't see them anymore. Before. Yeah. Mm. They're actually got to read it backwards, but I don't want to read a 90,000-word <laughs> novel backwards. I'm not sure that would do anything for Absolutely me. Absolutely <laughs> not. And then it's, you know, the whole reading it aloud is the, oh, the hot yeah, yeah. But I find I can do that for about three pages and then I even can that. Voice is sore and you're bored and, yeah, I get a sore voice. I'm like, oh, my throat's sore. I'm over this. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to just show up and be really yeah, engaged present. in your own work and, mm. and also because you're wanting to, you know, inevitably you want to get it done. Mm. you're sort of impatient with it a little bit so yeah. and and, I, and I'm also an impatient person so it doesn't <laughs> suit me to sit down and really like sort of luxuriate in my own yeah. work I'm kind of a bit let's go let's go yeah. yeah it's funny so, um, I just did my first very first and it was just for a junior fictional which was only 15,000 words copy edit but what I did was and it was totally the wrong way to do it so I want to see how you do it I did all the easy stuff first I'm like yeah knocked that over like because yeah. it was comment 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 to-do list tick 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 and yeah. then I went back and did the medium stuff 
like the yep. medium hard stuff, like cool, 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 done, done. And then I saved to last, which I think I should have done the other way around, <laughs> the really hard stuff. So by the time I got to it, I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. This is really hard. This is moving paragraphs and orders and doing this character stuff. Yeah. And I actually found that <laughs> I think I did it the wrong way around, <laughs> but yeah. I'm very new to this. So do you do well, it in an order or you just go from woe to go or what do you, what do you do? I think it's, um, it's, I mean, I don't think there is a right way, which is just both good <laughs> and bad. Felt wrong. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of, it's so, the way that you've done it is pretty um, obvious. It's, it's appealing, obviously, you know, you, you want to be able to achieve some things before you have to sort of bunker down I mean, you know, at work, I'm I'm always big on saying to my team that you do the scary phone call first. Yes, eat so, the frog early, Sarah. Yeah, eat the yeah. frog. And my so, boss bought me one of those giant Hague chocolate frogs. That's nice. As a reminder to yeah. eat your frog early. Totally. Yeah. So I mean, if if you're going through that sort of theory, then I guess you did do the wrong way around. You did the tadpoles first, and then you should have done the frog. But um. <laughs> But I can also see the, the you know, the pull of wanting to sort of go, I've achieved a few mm. things already, which yeah. is definitely, you know, what I do. Like I do, there's a few things, like I had to change a few character names and um, there was a couple of like quite minor things and I quickly did all of those, you know, in half a day and felt like a complete legend because I was like, <laughs> well, look, I've already ticked up all these things. And then I'm looking at the, you know, the rest of the feedback thinking, I don't even know how yeah. to do that. Like that yeah. just feels so difficult. Uh-huh. And I think the other thing is too, like sometimes, um, and, you know, like um, so many people have said, you know, when you're walking or you're doing something fairly mindless, things come at you. And it is amazing how that structural report once you've read it through you know once or twice it starts to percolate and then little things shake themselves to the surface and you're like oh Mm. I guess I could you know reorder it so that that happens first because that doesn't affect that plot line actually Mm -hmm. and you know your brain is so amazing at going off and being busy sort of without you it doesn't write the book without you unfortunately (laughs) It certainly kind of um, is always figuring things out in the background, like a little software upgrade or whatever, which, mm-hmm. and I've said this before as well, but because I'm writing crime and I've got a detective character, it's so funny sometimes because I'll be writing sentences about her trying to figure out what's going on, which is basically me trying to figure out what's going on for her. <laughs> so it starts to feel quite meta because she's... <laughs> stressed and she's confused and she's like going around in circles and I'm like oh my god it's me (laughs) so it's quite a funny um, genre I think to be writing in when you're doing a structural report because you kind of you are actually similar experience um but yeah so I finished the structural um changes and I resubmitted that um back to my editor and my publisher um it was weirdly longer than it had been when I had first written it which I don't think was wow. ideal but okay. that was just what happened by the time I'd added in some extra kind of color and layers on certain subplots and bits and pieces it just it grew um and then uh, I had a little break which was amazing so I had I think five or six weeks where it was with my um, editor and that's when she was um, reading and going through to provide me back with the copy edit, which is what I've also now just completed. Um, and talk and us through that in case someone hasn't been through this process. What's the difference between that structural and the copy edit? 
Yeah, so the structural report is a um, like an assessment, like someone has written a report on your book. They sort of um, almost say back to you what they think the book's about, what they think the key themes are. They don't touch the manuscript itself, so you don't get any markups on the actual manuscript. It's all in a separate document. Sometimes I know it is accompanied by a phone call or a discussion as well if there's like contentious points around the, the feedback. But uh, as I said before, it's sort of divided into more you know, themes, plot, pacing, continuity. It might be if there's sensitive um, subject matter, you know, sensitivity considerations. Um, if it's a series, there might be, yeah, continuity or sort of character development and evolution. So it's quite conceptual, um, but it certainly talks about, you know, you've got 80 to 100,000 words. This needs to turn into a book. Here's all of this feedback and reporting sort of information now here's some recommendations it doesn't give you the answers or it certainly doesn't in my case there's definitely suggestions um, and things that you know you might want to consider but it's essentially a this is what's working this is what is not working and then sort of you know putting it back to you to decide what you do to address all of that feedback whereas the copy edit is a version of your manuscript returned back to you with red pen all over it. <laughs> back to school. Um, back to school. <laughs> and so it's um, track changes, it's comments in, this, in the margins, it's, um, it's grammatical errors, it's uh, overused words, which like I f the second that you get it actually, you want to go back and say, actually, don't look at that version. Let me have a couple more days with it and I'll make it better. Because, you know, the, the ability for one person to use the same word three times on one page, who would have thought? You know, that it's <laughs> so frustrating. Um, but it's all of that sort of, um, it's, 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 it's almost, I would say, very, very polished. It's polishing. But it's also still um, a fair bit of actual commentary and feedback because I guess you rewrite the book based on the structural report and you might not nail it or there might still be things that aren't quite right. Or in my case, I think, again, maybe you haven't quite pushed your, your main character far enough. So even though it was a copy edit, and I'm sure some people's copy edits are actually pretty um, clean and they probably get it back and it's, you know, there's a couple of things on each page to have a bit of a look at, but it's 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 fairly complete from a structural point of view. I didn't have to um, restructure the book in that copy edit at all, but I certainly rewrote sections of it to make it stronger, clearer, better, um, better continuity, um, but mainly just pushing the characters a bit further. So I sort of, in a way, I found this, the copy edit that I've just done really, really difficult. Um, mainly, I think, because I was a bit frustrated that some of the stuff I hadn't sort of thought of myself, picked up myself, um, really sat back and thought about properly but then I think it's one of those things where you do get to a point where you can't and that's why there is I think editors yeah, and that's people right. involved in the process so you can kind of beat yourself up about it and then I think you can also just go well hang on a minute if if everyone got it perfect the first second or even the third or fourth time there wouldn't mm. be editors and proofreaders and all of those oh, people so just write it print it done yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe one day, who knows? But um, That sounds like yeah. no fun, though. No, well, maybe the, the struggle wouldn't feel as rewarding, <laughs> I suppose, is what I keep telling myself. But, um, yeah, it was hard. It was very hard. I think 
again, I was a bit out of practice. I had to really, it's been, you know, it's been a couple of years since I've sat down and really um, kind of wrestled with a copy edit. And, you know, you do have to think quite deeply about, you have to read things properly. You have to think about what the comment is. You have to read the sentence a couple of times. You have to look at the proposed change. You have to be like, does that make sense? So, and there's so many of them, you know, 100,000 words is is not a short um, task to kind of have to, you know, go through. So you can't tick it off quickly. You really do have to kind of deep dive into it every time. So um, I'm really glad it's done. Um, but yeah, it was difficult. And I think uh, apart from sort of, you know, the overused words or the doubling up of <laughs> words or the, the phrases that I seem to just really, really like using, um, <laughs> I think the the depth of the characters and the kind of emotional payoff for the reader, I would say that was something that I, I'm so grateful to my editor for really kind of taking me to task on that because yeah. maybe I just, yeah, hadn't realised that it had gotten a little bit, not robotic, but maybe just a bit, sur- it felt a bit surfacey and I think mm-hmm. her feedback was great. She kept saying, this feels a bit script-like here again. Can you just sort of make sure we know what she's thinking here and all of that I think was was amazing and you know because a reader will only ever see the yeah, non-changed version right. it's really important that that does get done because otherwise they would be reading a book that is probably a bit hollow and not quite right mm. so um hard it's probably in your head you know like the character's thoughts are probably you know them but you may not have mm. put them on the page. So what yeah. happens next? So report, structural edit, copy edit, all back with the publisher. Yeah. What happens now, Sarah? Yes. So she. Yeah. So everyone's. Um, my manuscript has been um, sent back with all of my responses to comments and um, suggestions to the changes or accept acceptance of the changes. So that now um, is with a typesetter. They set it out into a book layout. Um, and then a proofreader um, goes through it who's not read it um, before, so a fresh set of eyes, um, and then it comes back to me and I review all of the proofreader comments and have the last opportunity, or I think it's the second last opportunity technically. I go through it all again, make sure I'm comfortable with anything they're proposing, anything they've picked up that's not quite right. I think the proofreader would say if they didn't think something made sense but their main job is really, um, you know, grammar, continuity, yeah. Um, yeah, errors, that kind of thing. So What a job. They I, must be the most focused people in the world. Amazing. I'm, I mean, how, how terrible would it's, I be, honestly? Oh, it would I'd be, be terrible too, yeah. But I just think the focus and the ability to be present in that book and every page oh. astounds me because, you know, yourself, you've you've written the same story over and over again you'd think you'd pick up mistakes and then it comes back and you're like oh I didn't even see that and it's so obvious right I can't even spell a shopping list right you know like (laughs) they are just they just amazing the precision and the um, it takes a special kind of brain I think and it's not my brain absolutely definitely patience and 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 sort of perfection and all of those things just are not in my DNA but um but, yes, so I do get to review all of their amazing work and, and sort of make sure that, you know, they haven't misinterpreted something and that it is it is the change that we want to make. Um, and then it goes back to the publisher and then I get a printout of mm-hmm. the final pages. So it's my last chance to read it through before it goes off to print, um, which is sort of 
yeah, it's a, it's not. I don't really find it stressful, but you do start. I think that is where you have just a momentary crisis of confidence where you go, does this book even make sense at all? Does it actually, does any of it make sense? Um, and luckily it's too late at that point to really have to, like, ask that question because oh, well. you can say, oh, well, even if it doesn't, it's going to be a book now. I guess you got to so, trust all those people who've touched it before you, though, that at least makes right. sense, right? Yeah, and I think I was thinking about this a little bit the other day with, you know, um, writing being an art form and it is it is such a strange art form because it's so unwieldy and big. You know, if you're writing a 100,000-word novel, you know, the chances of that book being perfect are pretty slim just because you, you don't even look at every page at the same time. You know, you're yeah, only ever right. in one page at a time, one sentence at a time. That big picture um, snapshot is so hard to kind of capture. Yeah, Whereas, right, you know, right. if you're painting something, not that I can paint, but if you're painting something, you can see it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a it's just a difficult process, I think, because when yeah. you start the book, it's so conceptual. Then it becomes actually really focused. Then you've got to kind of pan out again and try to remember what the, the whole thing's mm. all about. And sometimes when I think particularly at the copy editing phase, it's so granular and specific. Every now and again, you actually have to almost force yourself to step back and go, what am I writing about here does this make sense from a total idea yeah. point of view it's sort of you have to kind of operate in this strange layered world of very very specific and then very very big and in the character's mind and physically what happens it's quite a I don't know it's just it's a, always it's, wrangling right I yeah feel like it's always wrangling this giant monster that you can never wrangle because it's so big I think so, and because you get a part of its body down, and then its legs are kicking, and then you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I just feel like. And you sort of um, you're forced to zoom in and out at the various stages, mm, and so I think by the time you get that final whack yeah. of pages, you're almost like, oh my god, I don't know, I don't even remember <laughs> sort of writing this thing. Um, so it's sort of yeah, words, sentences, paragraphs, book. Um, and then, you know, book is off and away and then you just kind of have to hope for the best. But, um, you know, I think I've said this to you um, previously, like I'm still happy with the concept of this book, which is nice and lucky, feels fortunate at this stage in the game. Um, I still think the character's great and I'm, you know, like I said, very grateful to my editor for being quite like, no, come on, like there's mm. more here, yeah. dig a bit deeper. And I think that's definitely, definitely going to pay off in the, the final product. Um, but yeah, it has been a bit of a process mm. and a bit of a wild couple of months. And then it's that same thing as like an exam or, or, you know, study or whatever, where you, you're so in it for however many weeks and then you send it off and you're like, oh, it's done now. It's done for a few more weeks. It's just <laughs> such an extreme, yeah, um, intense and then, yep. Reprieve yeah. and then heat and then reprieve and then heat <laughs> and then, yeah. So I'm excited that there's only really sort of two more rounds of that mm -hmm. and then it really is done done. So that, yeah, that's yeah. and released in March next year, 2024. Yeah, I think it's yeah, last last few days of February, first okay. of March the planned awesome. date. So it's not that long and no, um, yeah, I'm catching up with my um publicist this week to talk about what you know what they're going to sort of do from a publicity mm -hmm. point of view so then that's that switches into a whole nother yeah yeah um, and I think we should talk about that too so I think we need to come back and talk publicity because yeah. I know that's something that eludes many of us because yeah, it's, sure. it's hard and 
I feel like a lot of publicity is we throw some things at some things and see what <laughs> works and what sticks yes. and we cross our fingers and we go. So yeah. there's a lot well, of that. I'm, yeah, I think um, I'm interested as well. I think a series is probably different from a yeah, standalone. Yeah, and absolutely. That's, yeah, it's been a few years since there's been a book in this series and, and you know, lockdown and all those things have happened. So, um, yeah, I'm more than happy to do that and it'll be really interesting to see yeah, what the post-COVID publicity world looks yeah. like. We can all different. already say I've been talking to Words and Nerds for a year. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. I will I will definitely say, I will be like, Danny has been my my first PR port of call. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm really glad it, it ended up being a book because that would have been a sad outcome to the we podcast. Just never would have talked about it again. No, people would have been like, oh, I heard about that podcast. Um <laughs> So it's good. That's exciting. I have seen the cover as well. So oh, that's I've, exciting too. Yeah, it's really okay, exciting. Good. Well, actually. whenever any exciting thing, you can't share a cover on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but publicity is good. <laughs> and, and anything else that's um, you know going to be really interesting for our fellow writers, because I feel like we've done this really big, deep, and this actual following your journey. Because often I speak to authors at the end, and they've got their book, yeah. and it's the exciting part. They might have forgotten the pain. And they go, oh, yeah, editing was really hard. Let's move on. And because you're in a different space. So I really think yeah. this series has really captured every element of that from the, what the hell am I writing? Am I going to ever finish this? Is it going to get a publisher? You know, all those yeah. different things which all writers go through. So I think it's been really cool to explore all of that. So I think at the end, maybe I'll mush them all together in this giant six-hour yeah. episode. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not sure <laughs> if that might be a bit stressful for people, but, um, but I'm – yeah, I mean, I'm more than happy to answer any of your questions. And I think I think you're right um, about, I mean, it's the same as anything that I guess is quite sort of surreal and stressful is that when you're in it, you really think, oh, my God, I can't do this or, you know, this is really actually quite difficult and stressful or whatever. And then, you know, because it's over and then you get distance from it, you do mm. sort of get um, and even this time around with this copy edit, because in my mind I was like, oh, the copy edit's easy, you know, it's easy compared to the structural mm -hmm. edit. And then I got it and I was like, hey, oh, actually, I remember. <laughs> I remember finding this part really difficult and it's really it's not difficult. easy. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, it's funny, like you sort of do trick your brain, I think. Mm. So but you forget, it's like childbirth. Yeah. I, exactly. I remember going, I remember how bad it is. It's like I remember because people say you forget. It's fine. I remember exactly what it's like. And then I had my second label. I was like, oh, my God, I did forget. <laughs> you did forget. And, you, and then you're like, no, I really didn't want to do this again. I'm like, yeah, this is awful. This yeah. really hurts. I forgot. How did yeah. I forget this pain? And, I mean, so you funny. know, similarly you do get something quite substantial at the other side, so it's worthwhile. But, I mean, definitely there was a few moments the other week with this copy edit where I was like, oh, I just don't think I can. Like, yeah. maybe I just actually can't do this or maybe I'll do half <laughs> and, and maybe just, they won't notice if I don't do the other half yeah it's very you have to really yeah. work at yeah. it you know yeah. and I think I don't know I mean I guess all phases of writing are, are different and weird and wonderful in their own way but mm. I think the further you know toward being a book it gets the more it really does feel like you have to work so yeah. hard and you really have to think so hard like yeah. I get really tired yeah um and I don't get very tired but it, it obviously drains something yeah, it out does. it drains a different <laughs> I think it drains a different I don't know it does something I can't really explain yeah. it because you and I were talking off air that we do have quite big batteries and we can sort of do a lot and that's just how we operate but I find yeah. that writing I can't like even if I didn't have a 
you know, job that I have to go to, there's no way yeah. I could write all day. Like my no. brain can do an hour, maybe, maybe a little bit more. And then I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, so it just, I think it's, I don't know, I think a lot of things are going on when you're writing. It's emotionally draining. Yeah. It's mentally draining. And yeah, I don't know. It's funny you say that because I find myself getting a different tired when I'm in that writing space. Oh, it's, um, and you know, definitely the older I get as well. But I mean, I, yeah, I've had times where I've, actually been falling asleep typing and reading like yeah. you know head falling off yeah. my neck kind of thing yeah. it's, it's very tiring but when you can uh, stop and watch netflix till yeah. midnight but i can't write till midnight yeah it's, it's obviously a lot of subconscious work yeah i think so as well that you're not even kind of aware of but yeah, um it's interesting yeah it's you know it is always worth it i think that's certainly mm. something that i can even say being so close to it it is worth it but it is also yeah a lot of work yeah um and it's been really good to hear that honesty you know because i think people want to talk about it but they want to talk about you know the end product because all that stuff's behind them you know which understandably so so it's been really good to get that full journey and um of 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 it all so i really look forward to whenever something exciting (laughs) happens next yeah you'll email me we'll get together again so publicity will be one thing yeah, book launch. Oh my goodness, I'm going to your book launch wherever you have it. I better have one. I better. I could not one. miss this. Like go through the journey of the year or two years, and then. I well, have, maybe I, have to um, I don't know exactly when, but um, I did promise you. I think way back at the start that you would be the first person to get a copy. So oh, I that's right. Definitely get you a copy as soon as I can, which I that think it might even be at the end of this year. Wow, think, be but exciting. I'm not 100 yep. percent sure. Um, and then I don't know. You can you can read it, and then you can maybe you'll have lots of questions after you read it. I don't know. Well, I think we need you need we need to meet in Melbourne, have a coffee, yeah. then you give it to me, and then I'll mm-hmm. go away and read it. That'll be yeah, perfect. Bit of, a, bit of a ceremony sort of thing. <laughs> I'm more than happy to do that. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to answer any questions, and hopefully it's relatively smooth sailing from here. <laughs> and the questions are probably more yeah interesting ones around how it then kind of gets to being a book out in the world which is definitely the fun part yeah absolutely all right well thank you again these conversations just fly because i just find them so (laughs) interesting and Mm -hmm. um you know obviously i always appreciate how honest you are about the whole process because i I speak to a lot of people like i don't love the writing process but i love the fact that i've written (laughs) so it's this constant battle between wanting to do it loving it hating it finding it really hard um, so I think, you know, this series has really captured that. And I know it's really helpful. I get lots of comments from listeners saying, oh, like, it's so good to hear the actual real time process, you know. So yeah. I think that's been oh, really hopefully. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it's um, enlightening for people and that doesn't turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's not our intention. Realistic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, like there's definitely um there's definitely satisfaction having having done it even at the end of every hour of doing it. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a bit of a roller coaster, but yeah, um absolutely. roller coasters are overall pretty fun. So they are, they are. It's like when you're lining up it's fun. When you're getting on, you're like, mm, do I really want to do this? Yeah. And then you have mixed emotions throughout. But when you get off it, you're like, Yes, let's do it again. Mixed emotions and proud that you did it in the yeah, first place so. exactly even though it's scary you <laughs> had many regrets <laughs> right yeah depending on what happens on the ride yeah, always, that's right always worthwhile i think i think 
Well, thank you again, Sarah, so much. It was a really good chat, really interesting, and um, we look forward to the next instalment of uh, what happens next. But I'm glad we've got this far. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much, Danny.